okay. It's another episode. It's another day. It's another... It's getting colder, actually, outside. And uh, you're listening to the XYZ podcast. Um, you know, it's usually a bunch of older white men on the couch who think they have an opinion. Um, but today, finally, and I am so proud of this fact. Oh, wait, let me... I guess it's me, Dean. I'm here with Christian Breaker. Yep. And uh, good old Harry Fox. Yep. And uh, yeah, usually this is the, the testosterone level that that exists on this podcast. But today I'd like to uh, announce someone near and dear to my heart. <laughs> we uh, out, you know, out trumps all of us, and we look like women at this point because of his <laughs> incredibly muscular features, um, gorgeous looks, and uh, intelligence beyond the average man. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> Well, I was wondering who you're introducing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. So Harry. You're, um, do you have to wipe away the pre-cum, or is it okay? Like the fluffing that uh, Dean just did there. Uh, good, good wife's cousin. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, we family. So mm. it's nice to kind of get some real personality on the podcast. Wow, that's uh, a big ass, <laughs> Harry. Finally, <laughs> it is because I'm representing the Auslander game. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Genau. All three Genau. All of you do. I guess so, but like, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking fresh off the boat. Yeah, fair enough. I'm talking yeah. one of the the slaves you can manipulate. Yeah. What, what kind of boring questions can we ask you now? Hey, how's Zurich for you? Expensive? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't even joke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> is, right, right, right. is the rand still a currency no. <laughs> come on let's get into it so craig is this your very first podcast um so i've been on, i've been on sort of snippets of podcasts before but um you mentioned joe rogan before so we're glad to have you yeah so he phoned me he heard i was on the xyz and phoned me and said <laughs> Could we do me next? He said it won't be as big, but <laughs> uh, if you only you knew the irony in that joke of how little <laughs> podcast is worth. The five people that <laughs> listen to us still. Yeah, I guess. I guess first things first. I want to get out there because it's the bit of the elephant in the room. The show got canceled. We were supposed to have a show today on this recording. Yeah, man. I blame Harry entirely for this problem. Why? Why did you do that? Because Harry's got too many other shows to give a fuck about our audience. <laughs> no, huh, Harry? It's because our audience doesn't give a fuck about us. No, That's no, the problem. I feel like we were a for away for a good show. It was and, nice. The the guys from the theater. I met them yesterday, and they were like, "Hey, guys, don't stop doing what you're doing. I think we <laughs> we think you're funny." <laughs> <laughs> With the two bartenders, the, 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 the two the two lesbians that run the bar go like, "You're funny." We also don't understand English, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess then Craig, a South African, sitting here on a couch in Europe, with two older gentlemen. I guess what are your first impressions? Even like what's um what's going through your mind right now? Because you look a bit shell shocked. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very nervous in front of people, so you know, hopefully, I can bumble my way through this. But um, <laughs> there's there's no people to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> the eight followers that are out there. Uh, yeah, like five, five, don't five. Don't. <laughs> I guess just Nearly remember we got worry. we got three extra because Craig is here. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll get some family to watch. Um, yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really uh, excited about Switzerland, and I think Zurich's incredible. I mean. 
unglaublich teuer, but <laughs> unbelievable in terms of a city. I think it's I think it's really cool. Um, in terms of the XYZ podcast, I've heard some good things about it. I've heard some I've heard some very interesting personalities come out of the XYZ podcast. So I'm excited from, to hear what whom? comes out. From whom did <laughs> you hear good things? Well, I only have one source. Dean's <laughs> mom. And, and I'm, I'm living with him at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't really out my source. But but I've heard you guys are doing some cool stuff. And uh, I believe you guys are influential on in the comedy scene in Zurich. So, so very excited to hear what you do today. Influential is a big word. Um, <laughs> I, I think we... <laughs> we, we, if you can call that you know when, when you have a pair of underwear that's quite light in color and after let's say 24 hours because you were hiking and you had a kebab you have a bit of a shit stain in there we are the shit stain of comedy i think that's that's what we are we do leave a mark but it's not necessarily <laughs> everyone has their place and it's difficult to wash out as well that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> to, to get rid of out of your mind not many people see it but it leaves scars um, yeah no, no jokes i'm i'm very appreciative craig because uh when when you come from from where we come from south africa Joburg. And you rock up here. You remind me of all like the first initial impressions and like just that general happy exploratory vibes of a first world. Yeah. You know, because at some point I lost a little bit of that. Like I just accepted my privilege, you mm -hmm. know, and kind of started complaining when a tram was late or whatever. And then you come here bright eyed and, you know, excited about the world. And it makes me feel great. You know, like that when you helped the, the poor lady off the tram yesterday, that story you were telling me. Yeah, man, um, it's... Um, wait, uh, what happened? Do you talk to strangers? <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? I'm not massively friendly. I think I'm, I think I'm pretty friendly. I'm certainly more friendly than these Swiss people I've met. But, <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think everyone knows that. But I was, I was on a plane from Frankfurt to, to Zurich. And um, ah, I just kind of got on with my business and put my headphones in. And then my wife um, messaged me as we were just, just about to land, saying like, where are you? Why aren't you responding to me? Something like that. And um, <laughs> so, so, so I took a photo of like me landing. I said, "Hey, I'm I'm landing. Can you give me like two minutes and I'll, I'll respond to you?" So so the the very very exceptionally you know lovely lady next to me looked at me like bewildered as I took this photo because I was in the middle seat. Said to me, "Do you know this place?" So and I was like. Um, actually, <laughs> no, not really. But you know, I've been here before. Like, what do you need? So she said, "Yeah, it's my first time out of Dubai." Wow, um, it's my first time out of the country. I said, "Okay." So, um, this is a true story. Where are you going? She said, "I'm going to gave Dean's address, gave Dean's very city." And I said, "No, nah, are you sure?" She said, "Yeah, that's where I'm going." So I said, "So am I." So she was, you could see her, she's like human trafficker, guaranteed human trafficker, like this guy. I said, you can, you can come with me if you want. <laughs> she's like, first time out of Dubai, human trafficked. So, so, so anyway, I was like, this is... Well, she probably already was human no, trafficked in like, Dubai. So, so I said, and she's such a lovely lady. So I said, look, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tram. I mean, you'll be above ground, just follow me. Like, I'll, I'll literally take you to where you need to go. So, <laughs> it has so, a lot of bright lights and cameras. No, so she's like, she got out. She was like, just looking at her phone, like bewildered. So I said, hey, I've got a, I've got a Swiss um, number. 
you can tether off my phone. So I gave her like Wi-Fi off my phone. She got a hold of her husband, told her him, told him he was safe. And like she was looking at me like this is this is too good to be true. So we I mean we had a we had, we had a we had a good chat, jump on the tram, dropped her literally off off literally just outside a hotel and then walked back and then I was like, Okay, cheers. Then she looked at me like waiting for like what what you know what, <laughs> what was the cash gonna cost me? <laughs> yeah, what was the cash, man? So I said, like, good luck. I hope you have a great time. So she's just like, Oh, okay, thank you. Just went to a hotel and I walked I walked back to Dean's place. So and I was like you know that's quite typically south african man but she will never forget you she will never forget she will be yeah. talking to her friends how much that guides don't cost in zurich at all yeah dodgy <laughs> dodgy you, greek guy you find them yeah. on airplanes sitting next to you but I mean, what are the chances like there's 200 200 passengers and she's going to to dean city i mean that's crazy <laughs> that's incredible got off with exactly yeah. the same stop as me wait <laughs> But it is fucked. It is fucked up how, like, what you what you just described. Like, she's thinking I'm your human trafficker. Like, this is a shit. I mean, this is a shit we have to like to try and actually be nice to people nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, because there's too many dickheads that fucked it up for us. Like, if you're a nice guy, it just doesn't pay the yeah, bills yeah. anymore. <laughs> just, yeah, I, exactly. I should mention at this point is that I did order this lady off the internet. <laughs> Mate, that's the biggest, biggest, that's the biggest prank. Ashton Kutcher would be proud of you. By the time this comes out, it doesn't matter anymore. But did she stay at the hotel that goes by the name of Harry's Place? No, no. So she actually was just down the road, just past the VW. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You know that around Dean's house, there is a hotel... Yeah. Harry's then it's yeah. called Harry's Place. Yeah. I didn't even know this. How did I miss this? You never missed it, Harry. We spoke about it thrice, okay. but you were always too drunk. <laughs> okay, <fair enough. laughs> I'm working on that today. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, oh, I you're working am. on getting more drunk. Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> the amount fair of people enough. that have been trapped in Harry's Place. Um, you know. So I have a question for you because I think uh, Dean alluded to this. Like you are... Um, a, a manly man um, compared to us fucking wusses here from uh, from Zurich. <laughs> uh, so, Garrett, what can I just comment? The legs seem a bit shaved. Do you do you shave the legs? Fuck me. Yeah, I suckled him. Okay. <laughs> do you I'm joking. I came on the S12, but um, <laughs> they, they, I don't know why they just never never grew much hair. Yeah, I'm sorry. Should have worn long pants. <laughs> Should have worn long pants to a podcast. The first right. time I've ever said that in my life. <laughs> don't worry. You, it, the camera is literally on your balls right Definitely now. Definitely the last time I said it as well. Your balls are going out on the internet right now. So get this. Um, I have a bunch of friends. We go on a boys' trip every year. It's kind of a thing. Uh, it has been for nearly a decade now. Like, we, we would just um, find a city around Europe. Uh, we fly there. We have a weekend there. We go and see the sights, which is an absolute lie. We go there and sink the piss. That's pretty much what it is. So, this has been going on, again, like, for, for nearly 10 years, but... As we are growing older, the difficulties of organizing this trip oh, yeah. has become much, yeah. much more complicated. So i give you a bit of a, a background there. There is a WhatsApp group of all the people that have once at least come to one of those trips. Um, it's about 25 guys. So like your average class in school, say. Um, 
there is a hardcore part of this group, like let's say half a dozen, they would go to most of those trips. The rest of them are kind of like satellites, like they pop up every other year maybe and, and come along. But we would always have had like a group of between 10 and 15 guys uh, traveling together. It's great fun. It's, it's Most of those guys have cranked out babies by now or their wives um, have cranked <laughs> out babies by now. So it's also a way to escape the reality of having a family. Now, um, this year, this has become incredibly complicated. So first off, um, there was an intention to go to Tel Aviv. Now, I must say at this point that the majority of the people on this group are German. So <laughs> they were like, Interesting. yeah, um, drunk Germans in Tel Aviv. Nah, let's, let's, let's not do this. There was kind of a, a little bit of hesitation there to even book that flight. Uh, we decided to go to Switzerland instead because, again, most of those people are German. They don't go to Switzerland to spend money because expensive. Um, and I'm from Bern, so we decided, like, let's go to uh, Chris's hometown. That, that might be a good idea. So as we are progressing through the year and we are coming closer to the point where that event might actually happen, more and more people are dropping off for the most random reasons, like um, family, mostly family there, this, that, and the other. In the end, we're ending up with four out of 25. There's four people that are going on this trip. Mm. Lo and behold, <laughs> this is not the end of it. So one guy drops out because he, he falls ill. And I'm getting this, not, let's not say infuriated, but kind of like exasperated phone call from one of the ringleaders in this group and goes like, where the fuck have we left our balls? What the fuck happened? Now that everyone is above like 35, it's just kind of like cool not to do these things anymore. Let's just, why can't we just go places and get shit faced? It's like, uh, are you answering your own questions right then and there? It's like, <laughs> yeah. What is your take on this? Um, some people got to grow up at some point. <laughs> do they though? Because no, I don't know, man. I, I wonder if it, if, if it is like, do we have to grow up? Is that a thing? I guess it's, isn't it like more like your values change within your life? You know, maybe getting shit faced and burn isn't exactly the coolest adventure I've heard of in a while. It's probably, I'd probably be the first to jump over that train. <laughs> Fair enough. That being said though, um, it's nice getting that perspective again from Africa where a couple of years back I would have jumped on any train. If there was a train. If there was a train. <laughs> Unless it's Africa, then you jump on top of the train and ride oh. it to the next adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's hard to keep a young spirit. I mean, look at Harry, for example. Fuck yeah. I'm going <laughs> to flip this. The, you're like... The I said you're, you, you have a young spirit. Oh, okay. I oh, thought oh, you oh, were. Now, now it's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll chill out again. You do things right. uh, an older man wouldn't we'll get to, or shouldn't be doing. We'll get to Craig's say It's true because I've been through the whole the whole thing like uh, what you described i can actually feel that fear that makes men go oh i don't really want to go because it's pure comfort zone and you're in that comfort zone you like your life you like but also you're you're heading for a train smash there is no identity anymore that's that's what, what i feel it's like everyone has been just like everyone around them has grabbed so much energy from them that they don't even have time for themselves anymore. That's kind of what I feel. Yeah, but but also it's the making time for yourself and just saying, 
you, at some point in a, in if you want to have a it will be good for your marriage if uh, sometimes you tell your wife and kids fuck all of you i'm doing this you go figure your own shit out and it's actually healthy in many ways because then people are like oh we actually have to deal with a weekend without him and also you feel great and then at the end of the weekend you th- you're like thank fuck i get to go home now hmm. Your wife actually wants to have sex with you for once because she didn't see you all weekend. <laughs> there's like, there's so much to it. But, but the problem well, is, that is that might it, happen two days later after the hangover subsides. <laughs> yeah, but the, but the problem is, is like, I don't know. So what we do as guys, we like comfort zones and then we just get stuck in them. I think Craig's the only that's one who's right. actually married. In, in yeah, the- like, like I think that's a, I think that's a good a good point. I don't know who was married, who wasn't, but but uh, I have this kind of like life philosophy is. Uh, if you don't build your own life, someone will build yours for you, right? And um, oh, I, that's, I like that. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going on the trip. I, I go on two golf trips a year. Um, I just, I've decided to build my my own decisions. We decided not to have kids, and we're like, we're gonna do whatever we want, right? And and some people have said, oh, that's very selfish. I said, well, I think it's more selfish to have kids when you didn't want to you know, or, you know, be forced into something you didn't want to do. And, <laughs> and you've, you've, you've made a good point is that everyone's drawing the energy from those people and telling them what to do and moving them around as pawns. Yeah. And, and I'm like, please, I hope this doesn't sound bad. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be anyone's pawn. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to die soon. <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy life as it is. And yeah. if I want to go on the trip, I'm the guy on the trip, right? Uh, you, like, I'm the guy who's like in pain. 100%. 100%. And you're, I'm like, you're the guy that giving, giving me that phone call, I reckon. Where yeah. you're like, what, what the fuck happened to everyone 100%, else? 100%. Man. I w- and I would say to the person that says that's selfish, is like, well, look, we don't hit them anymore. So there's at least this that we get to do. <laughs> like, you don't oh, get no, this. A, that was a joke, by the way. But, but the point is, <laughs> as, guys, as guys, we've worked on ourselves. But there's a point where you got to be a guy and not be fucking... So what's baffling is every time we would go to the trip and on the, on the way home, there is all these moments of like, well, not necessarily clarity, but everyone goes like, that was necessary. Introspection. And, yeah. yeah. And it, it was good for me to do this. Yes. And then for a couple of weeks, there would be messages exchanged. You go like, hey, that was actually really good. Like not, not in terms of getting hammered or whatever, but in terms of like actually just having time to yeah, talk man. to each other. Um, and having time to have conversations that otherwise in a night out might not even happen, you know, like because you spend a little bit more time together, it just gives you so much more platform to maybe share for once, which is something that most guys struggle with anyway. Yeah, but I think it, and there's also just this sounds ridiculous, but it's also just it. it it's just like the increased testosterone level, like not be like when you're around kids and wife the whole time, you're it kind of makes you soft and and to be reminded and you get with your buddies everyone's in the same situation but then that kind of urge from when you were 20 years ago starts coming up and then you're like fuck we were we were the shit and and you get a bit of that energy going there is a little bit of that that's (laughs) or isn't it more like as as guys who are or struggle to kind of connect on a real level and you know move remove the ego first start to spend time with with other people that are like going through the same issues they are and finally you can be like oh your life is related to this issue i have what do you think of this and you know it's kind of like replaces the the brunch ladies have 
where they get yeah. all their therapy in one afternoon. You know, you have to take a whole week of getting shit faced in Germany <laughs> to actually talk about your feelings for the first time. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so get, let me give you some context. Is is um, I'm I'm married to Dean's cousin, right? So that's how Dean and I know each other. And uh, so Dean's cousin is, I don't know, six foot blonde Swiss lady who, like, I'd been pursuing for some time, right? And uh, and she's well like, well done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I. I I worked very hard, you know, to, <laughs> to get to this I was point waiting, in my life. I was life. waiting for you. Just gonna, I'm punching above my weight. No, fuck no. that. I worked really hard for this. No, so so like that's a that's a that's such a lovely example, right? Is that I am punching way above my weight, right? <laughs> like as in way. But I tell her she's lucky to be with me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Fucking because, finally because, we got some because, masculinity because, on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm like you should be thanking your lucky stars daily. That I answered your text. Never mind. <laughs> mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, it was me who did all or did all the work. However, the point is is that the attitude still remains. Is that um, uh, I believe you should know your worth as a man, and uh, is that we we are we have a role to play, and it is always going to be the conqueror, the provider, the protector, and and woman just as important. I mean, I'm not I'm not um, downplaying my wife's role. It's incredible, but my wife, uh, personal opinion, if I didn't have a set of balls, you know, let's use the metaphor. If I didn't have a set of balls, if I wasn't a man, if I didn't flipping, uh, uh, you know, stand up to injustice, uh, if I didn't like have a voice and man up when I needed to man up, I don't think she'd be as attracted to me as, uh, Absolutely as she not. is. Yeah, yeah. And and she will tell me. She'll be like, "You need to, you need to go on this golf tour. You're acting like a bit of a bitch lately." She's like, "You better get out there with the no, boys that's a good, and have that's a, a beer healthy, and go and play like golf." That. Yeah, it's and, a healthy and like, I can appreciate that, man. Yeah, like uh, because she sees it. And you have you have kids too? Or? No kids, yeah. But she's like super successful, um, independent woman. Doesn't like get told by, by people what to do. But she uh, understands that, like, just as much as she needs X that I need why and and it's actually what makes the, the relationship healthy I find that interesting so it it, it feels to me that some guys because the, the comfort zone here that you mentioned Harry kicks in really hard when you get into your 40s right um, or it, it, maybe mm. it's not even an age thing but no, I think uh, do, it, do people do, do you reckon that guys are putting um, the partner in front of their own decision making where they go like Ah, no, I have to stay home because... Mm. But, but they, they didn't even ask that question. Your your wife, uh, Craig, basically said it out loud. Like, no, fuck off. Otherwise, I don't like you anymore that, uh, the way that I used to yeah, like you. She's like, you, you need to... Uh, I'm, it's not even a scratch that itch thing because I'm quite a conservative guy. I don't, I don't drink too much. Never smoked. Don't go to strip clubs. Don't, never done any of that kind of thing. However, there is, there is this, like, gathering of the clans thing that men need to do that, like... We bump chests, you know. We arm wrestle. We do dumb stuff, and and it's what makes us who we are, right? And it's like yeah. Yeah, I feel that if you don't get that off your chest, and I'm not talking about every single guy, right? Um, there's certain people who, that just doesn't suit them, but I'm saying the majority of men need to like sometimes just step up, man up, and do whatever they want to do, and not be this cowering, like fearful uh, the guy in their own home who is scared to like do anything. I can't go on. You know, I can't go on Christian's blooming uh, tour because, you know, I'm actually too scared of my wife. I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We also got to point out the the glaringly obvious difference between you, Craig, and people that live here is that coming from South Africa, both of you know how to knife fight if need be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but both you guys, of you, uh, both you of and, and and my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Like like uh, I mean, I don't want to escalate. Yeah, I, I don't want to like go like we we can. I'm happy to take this on another turn, but but like I've trained in in uh martial arts i've trained with knives and i've trained with guns i'm like it, it is what it is and, and this is before breakfast harry yeah, yeah that's normally before <laughs> before i have a croissant now <laughs> now wait a second here so there's some some fact so i'm currently nursing a neck injury caused by a jujitsu accident that happened <laughs> yeah, at 7 a.m in the morning what, what does that mean harry how, how long ago it, was it, that that's two days ago I, wow I what was, was the hospital. position some girl just i've, just started, I've just started like a, this fourth lesson i've i'm, I'm like i I used to climb a lot and I haven't done a lot of sport in a while. Cool. Like, oh, wait. I, I thought you got beaten in the street and now no, you're I'm going to <laughs> jiu-jitsu classes. Very <laughs> cool. Where are they? In Zurich? Yeah, there's a really cool gym that's open. It's called the House of Gentle Arts. Shout out to them there. And they're just down the road from me. It's, it's actually really cool. Like, they're much more... A lot of those gyms tend to be like everyone's trying to be Joe Rogan. But this is much more chill. There. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it was all going good. But there was... There was one guy. What? What is it? Rear naked? Uh, the what? What? Rear naked choke or what? What uh, was it? No, it was just like some. Fuck, I don't even know the terms yet. The sparring, like, like. <laughs> Where was the person when they hurt you? Uh, they were underneath me, and then they flipped. In a different uh, room. Uh, they flipped. They were in another room. They Harry f- was trying to. <laughs> they flipped me over. Yeah, they swept you. I landed on my. Like, yeah, we were yeah. both on the on the mat already, but they flipped me over. I landed on my head with yeah, my yeah, whole yeah, body above sweep, it. Yeah. Oh shit! So and there was this crunch. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, "Are you a little bit smaller now?" Like, I might be. Yes, <laughs> but uh, so, so uh, but was, uh, yeah. great story, right? <laughs> martial arts. Yeah, we're getting. We, have, we have a. We have fucking a, hell, this w- is. Fun. We have a martial arts gym. We have a boxing and jujitsu gym. Really? Uh, yeah, I've trained jujitsu every single day for eight years. Do you call that the streets? Yeah. So so. You got that. Yeah. This, is, this is your gym, or yeah, myself and a partner. Um, I've, like my partner is a world champion in MMA. Um, a guy by the name of Boyd Allen. Boyd, if you um watching, fuck, <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he is he is the biggest legend you've ever met. Um, and he is probably the most gentle, humble guy you'll probably ever meet. Um, and you know, happy to say his name because he, he wouldn't have a problem with it. Um, and he is currently, as we speak now, I spoke to him earlier. He is in Dubai with another friend of ours who is fighting in a one championship fight i think so boy's coaching him and um yeah man we've been training together every day for about eight years and wow. yeah he's, a, he's an exceptionally good boxer so uh, african champ boxer MM, world world champion mma fighter and very very accomplished uh, jiu-jitsu guy so God that's a cool, cool story so we're talking about neck injuries hand injuries my ears are stuffed um my big nose is actually just because I'm Greek. So nothing to do with jiu-jitsu. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's my passion, man. So, I mean, I mean, for me, the thing is this. is like apropos comfort zones. So actually, it's weirdly listening to Mark Zuckerberg on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, Mark that is weird. Seen what he's been doing. Yeah. He's doing MMA now. And yeah, and he's doing quite well. He's doing, <laughs> which is yeah. so fucked up. Is that why Rogan invited him in the first place? No, I think that just came up by, like you could hear on that podcast, Rogan wasn't expecting it at all. But... But the but what got me was was 
Mark, Mark Zuckerberg saying, like, when you do this, you can't think about anything else. Like, for me, running and swimming yeah. is too, it's too easy for me to get into, I don't know, like, thinking about shit I got to do. Yeah, or, agreed. Or being, like, annoyed. Have you ever surfed? No. Yeah, surfing's the same as jiu-jitsu. Like, oh, as okay. soon as you're out, you can't think of anything else. Yeah. You just think of surfing. I, I agree with it's that. It's like the water, the air, the, the I mean, the, 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 the amazing um, quality of the air on the sea is like, it's incredible. And it's only two things I've ever done in my life where you don't think about anything else. Well, I mean, to just, you just think of not dying, you know, or not being smashed <laughs> well, by some 65 kilo girl, you know. <laughs> Having so. said that, I had very similar thoughts when I was in the ocean surfing because I'm from a mountain country, so I didn't know that waves actually just do with you whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> so, <laughs> where were you surfing? Uh, oh, well, I was a very pretentious white boy going to Byron Bay, Australia. Oh, wow. And then I took a 10-day course <laughs> trying to actually get Could up on the surfboard. Stand up, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told you this story, Harry. It's when the when the fucking dolphin kicked me off a board. What? The, the stupid Do you bitch. you think he did it on purpose? Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, um, you're done. Well done. Thank fucking you, guys. Out. I've been Craig Tunters. I'm out. Fucking hell, Craig. Can we get you every episode? We've finally got a podcast here. It's taken us two years. We got MMA. We got, we got actual jokes. No, I, I totally think he did it on purpose because the... Well, he, her, whoever. I don't know what, what their genitalia were. But um, so... I, I it just got, I think it was the second wave that I could stand. And I still had that beginner's board, you know, the really long one, the foamy, the yeah, foamy long board, shit. Yeah. Um, then <laughs> the, 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 there was a bunch of dolphins um, hanging out with us when we were out and about. And the guy, his name is Gaza. Um, he was showing us the the tropes and how to how to do the, the surfing shit. How to so, not get raped by yeah. dolphins. Yeah, he basically said, oh, it's cool that the dolphins are here, so that means that the sharks aren't. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's convincing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm catching that, like, second wave, it just getting up on the board, and the dolphin just, like, literally jumps up in front of me, and then with with his tail just kicks me in the in, in, the, in, in, in the neck of my knees just like, whoosh, <laughs> fuck you bitch you don't know how to do this <laughs> that's so, probably what they do they just hang around there waiting yeah for just waiting for beginners I, I, I bet they were talking to each other afterwards like well done larry <laughs> you fucking you gotta cunt. do it in a dolphin accent <laughs> my favorite surfing nice. joke ever is that like only man has a ego giant enough to look at the beauty and power of the ocean and go i want to stand on that yeah, <laughs> yeah man i know some i know some women too that do that though <laughs> but, but you, you you got up you surfed you, you did the whole thing yeah man it was awesome That's uh, cool. i'm not i'm not a good surfer no, uh, no, by any worry. shape or form i i got up on a bunch of waves i had a lot of fun um and i want to do it again but right now i'm a fat boy so this is going to be difficult to get up on the board yeah, there's this um, there's this big thing coming in and around. Uh, going back to the man, I mean, I don't, I, not that we're going into like raw, raw, toxic men, whatever, whatever we call nowadays because we men. Um, but the there's this big thing about men getting back into training. Yeah. So, um, and I'm gonna name the 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 usual suspects: guys like David Goggins, um, guys like yeah. um, Jocko Willink. Yeah. And yeah. um, there's this thing about men being men, getting up early, training looking after your family, looking after yourself, 
looking after your health, looking after your mental health. And um, I, I really hope that that gains some traction. Man. Um, Did uh, you read Chaco's book? Me too, me too. Um, I'm going to do a name drop thing now. Um, and I was told never to name drop. Uh, Tiger Woods and Nelson Mandela taught me that. <laughs> they said, whatever you do, never name drop. So, but I was lucky enough to, um, to meet and train with Jocko. In, uh, fuck yeah. yeah that's awesome in south africa he was yeah. in south africa him and leif babin yeah yeah they were in south africa and uh we were lucky enough to train with them for uh, jiu-jitsu and Dude. They're, they're an incredibly incredibly humble and uh they're a class act and i'll tell yeah. you why when they got back to the states they sent the guys i think it was four of us who trained with them they sent us all a knife uh super commander emerson with our names engraved on it Fucking wow! Uh, with a letter, written, handwritten yeah. letter saying, "Thanks for training with us. Appreciate you having us." I'm like, "You're talking about like studs, like you're talking about titans, right? Like yeah. that are so humble that they'd send like a random like 40 year old guy from Joburg a knife to say thank you." I mean, that's like that'll ever be it'll forever be etched in my mind as just what class acts they really are, mm. and and incredibly, incredibly capable humans. We actually went away with them. Um, for a weekend away to like a rhino park in in uh, Joburg, like a game park, and uh, you ca you can't believe what incredible humble humans are. And let me tell you guys, you, this is the last two guys you want to mess with. They'll they'll, oh, fold, they'll fold you up like an old duvet. Hundred you, percent. You'll have a real problem. Man. Wait, wait. I'm just going to first of all, the Christian knows who Jocko Wilnick. This is like he's. <laughs> do you know what he's and he's acting like? Yeah, of course I know Jocko. <laughs> I can't fucking believe this bullshit going on right over there right now. Like after years of, yeah, Joe Rogan's a cunt and anything like Joe Rogan's a cunt. I listen to Jocko Wilnick quite a lot. I really like his podcast. Yes, you're probably I also right. like when he... Why, why am I being blamed here? Please <laughs> because, go, go, get to the point. Because the double standards there. There's no double standard seen. there. There's, okay. no, there's no double standard there. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Jocko Wilnick is an incredible leader and um, the book that he wrote with life extreme um, ownership, extreme extreme ownership, ownership yeah. actually tells something it's so what he does for, for people that have never read the book it's about um he takes lessons from his tour in iraq or multiple tours in iraq and applies it to um daily life and also mostly to leadership yeah. so when you whatever situation you're in at work at home blah 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 it's about owning owning your position and i think um i was in the army uh i i did serve in the swiss army which is boy scouts with guns but regardless of that there i have never spoken to leaders on the level that he would describe yeah. that yeah. particular process there was there was a few there was a few leaders uh even in the swiss army that knew what they were doing and how to lead people and how to take ownership and this is something that i've missed specifically in the in the financial industry it is it is endemic that people don't take ownership for their decisions but rather offset them this is where hedging yeah. comes from so so yeah. it's it, it to me it, it it was a very important lesson to learn that there is a, a concept around um a, around that to actually uh, stand uh, uh, accountable for the decisions that you are making and um the way that Choco describes it is also 
very deliberate on what kind of risks he would take because he's not a he's not a he's not a maverick he's not a maverick he's not a cowboy no no no, no. he's very yeah. very calculated Agreed. and um this fits with uh, i will end this tangent in a second but this fits with uh my little brother so my my little brother is in the paratroopers regiment in switzerland and they are perceived as cowboys they are perceived as mavericks they're not they're very very calculated in the risks that they are taking because they know Falling out of a fucking airplane is a risk enough. So you need to know what the wind is going to do at every moment in order to make the right decision. So to me, it's all about planning. And uh, Joko is very much about planning shit and then adapting yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, situation. You're so smart about yes, stuff, yeah. um, I don't... I don't trust guys that are all blah, blah. Yeah. I don't think that Joko is blah, blah. I, I no. think he knows what he's talking about. No, if yeah. he pulls the trigger, he's thought about it. Multiple times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the other guy is, is David Goggins. If you've read his book. I have um, not, no. Goggins, is, out, Goggins is, is incredible, man. But this is like, wow. You know the, the concept of your Bacon number, like Kevin Bacon, like how many steps you removed from people. Yeah, I, I love the fact that I'm, like, I'm now one step away from Jocko. <laughs> that, that actually, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's a great story, guys. But I mean, if if Jocko, Jocko was able to watch this, he'd be like, I <laughs> randomly remember smashing <laughs> that guy in South Africa once. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so you, you did some, you did some like jujitsu with him. Or, or? Yeah. So he's a black belt. Um, he's a very accomplished black belt. He trains with a guy called Dean Lister. Life is two though, right? Leif is a blue belt. He's probably a purple belt now. He was a blue when right. he was with us. Um, but I mean, and you're, guys, are you a black belt yourself? No, 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 no. I'm a purple belt actually. But um, our, uh, like our coach is fairly strict in that I've been a purple belt for four years. So okay, um, yeah. So uh, you know, like um, it's a cool martial arts story, right? And I'll t- uh, Dean and I were laughing about this before. Is so I, I train five, six times a week, and you get smashed by guys, 80, 100, 120 kilos. You get, you know, your ears get bruised up your neck is sore i don't have to tell you that story yeah yeah everything's always sore right that's the game so then you'll go to o'brien you like the, my position in training every day for eight years and you'll go to o'brien and some lady will be like ethel let's call her ethel she sounds <laughs> she sounds like a pain in the ass <laughs> ethel will she's be like, also 134 years old yeah yeah and she's and she also knows everything and she'll be like oh you do just oh that's 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 cute i'm like oh okay She's like, yeah, my son is um, my son is a black belt in karate. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. How long has he been training? No, two years. Uh, and I'm like, nah. uh, with all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like 12. And I'm like, with all due respect, your son knows nothing. And it, it get, I've got like four girls in my gym who are 60 to 65 kilos who will smash your son for breakfast and so just leave him let him keep his black belt in his room and don't tell anyone about it i was like there's there are certain levels to things right you you learned it you learned it the you know the hard way and and um we've all we've all got that story about being hurt but like um this this whole thing about these martial arts gyms where people like harness the power of their chi to like <laughs> to like beat you up Fuck whatever. That shit. i'll be like guys you're, you're going to hurt someone and you're going to hurt your students you're going to hurt yourself <laughs> because i've never ever ever in my whole life seen anyone who's harnessed the power of the chi to do whatever they want and if you got into a fight in a bar right and then the guy was like, right, we're going to fight now. And you're like, hold on, just give me 25 minutes to harness the power of my chi. You're, <laughs> you're dead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, to me, what's interesting, so I've only, um, I used to do uh, something called savat, like French kickboxing. It's a, 
And, sure, and, that's great. And then, uh, but and it's been a long time since I've done any martial arts. It's basically the, what, the what, cornerstone of the banlieue. Yeah, but what I've realized is, is like this, yeah. like what I've accepted. No, I'm not gonna get derailed by no. you, Christian. But what, I've ex- what, what I'm starting to accept, like from even four lessons before I smack my neck as well, is that this is this is a new relationship with my body where I'm just like, yep, you're going to be fucked most of the time. Yeah. But but also, I'm almost 50 and fuck it. And uh, yeah, it's it's but it's an intro. Can I go off on a small tangent and also explain the gym beam here very quickly? Go on. So let me just quickly I add more beers. You can have some Jim Beam. You can have some whiskey. I don't know if I some Jim Beam. It looks quite wild. It's <laughs> fucking awful. It's. Do you want to? No, we'll, we'll, we'll have bottle. some. No, no, we'll have some. I'll bring some glasses. It's a, It's an awful. We've got uh, no more beers. It's really cool. shitty. Why, uh, why are we drinking? I mean, I don't know if I could have I'm, any, but I'm, why are we drinking Jim Beam out of the bottle? I'm going to. I mean, here I'll goes tell the story. story in a Because. Uh, yeah. All right. So. I'm drinking because uh, I'm. Wait. All right. I'm drinking because I'm kind of saying goodbye to someone. I might have reached the queen, the peak. Harry <laughs> said yeah, goodbye to the queen. It Dude. kind of is the queen, <laughs> but it's a different queen. Oh, sure. And uh, I'm going to blur a lot of details because I want to protect this person from whatever. <laughs> <laughs> From but for me you. personally, my comedy name is Harry Fox because my my I've got a German surname looks almost the same as Fox, so I play up to being Harry Fox. I think I hit the peak Harry Fox in my life, and it's all downhill from here, because I met the most despicable woman I think I've ever met in my life. Like you know the whole thing of never stick your dick in crazy. Having I got two kids, <laughs> I've done the long term relationship stuff, and like I'm at a level of like fuck it. It's similar to the jujitsu. I'm like, fuck my body. I'm not yeah, gonna, I'm gonna be, do. I'm it. not gonna be stupid, but I'm gonna have the experience. I'm gonna live, yeah. So I lived with the. Well, I mean, and she doesn't even for me. Like there was something there for her. Like who this person is, she doesn't even. It's like yeah, whatever. It wasn't really even a thing. So. uh but still, it's just like, fuck. It's like to give up. And I had to stop it because it was fucking me up. It was messing with my head too much. And and that's a hard, like, like, like when, when, when your dick is getting exactly what it wants and more. And to actually take a decision like, no, this has got to stop is very fucking painful so so now you're, resol- you're right. resolving to the other very manly trait of being an alcoholic that drinks shit whiskey for now i'm good yeah, fair I, enough <laughs> i love the way you're earning it man yeah and I, and i and i went into it and you know it's just like uh you know and i'm reflecting on my patterns of of choosing emotionally unavailable women and all this kind of stuff but also there's a level of like, you know, I knew from day one this was never going anywhere. And so, so basically, I mean, this is an end of a, a chapter, end of a relationship and, and you're kind of semi-celebrating the fact that you've got loose of this? Kind of, yeah. yeah I'm cool, still working, working, working Good job. Yeah. Can you celebrate the fact that you had it? I, w- yeah. 
<laughs> I would love to tell the stories because, but it's not fair to this person, so I'm no. not going to do it. But no, no, no. one day, possibly, she's going to be dead soon <laughs> at the rate she's going. So fucking hell! So I just need to make sure I know when she's dead, as, and then I can uh, tell. The so stories. now you have to keep tabs on her. <laughs> to see Good, goodbye to the ex queen of Harry's heart. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more uh, Harry's dickhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, See, I mean, we're in a dangerous place now because you, you, I've learned this lesson: you never say anything bad at this point in time. Because in like three weeks' time, I'm back here, and then you guys ask me to be on the podcast again. But then Harry's just proposed to this girl, and then we've all, <laughs> That's, we've all slandered the hell out of her, and now she's here, and we're yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, so ah. I'm saying nothing. And if you guys ever get back together. Good luck. <laughs> let's call her Ethel. So yeah. <laughs> Ethel. Yeah. Yo, your son does karate oh, and everyone's oh, laughing yeah, at you. Yeah, so nice. I like it. Ethel. We got a cat attacking our camera right <laughs> That's now. That's so great. Shit that is fantastic. <laughs> also, a, nothing ever said on a podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, but I mean, I mean, I mean, if I put it in like more abstract terms, like, like, you know, yeah, please do. If you ever got to a point in your life where, or, or you met someone who gave you everything, all the awful shit you want to do as a guy, and they were and they were up for that, and they wanted more, and then you got it all out of your system. Have you ever been in that situation? <laughs> yeah, it's called your twenties. Yes, continue. Okay. No, because in your twenties, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Like, I think it's the earliest you could get there is maybe in your thirties. That's my that's my guess. But it's really like <laughs> go on. I don't know what I, I've I've. What's the your point to all the of this? The Jim Beam killed my point. I had a point <laughs> at the beginning of that. It's fucking hard, man. Like, I'm so sorry. No, you just okay. like, the animal in me wants to just go fuck. Sure. You've done that three times now. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, and I haven't done it enough. But you know, unfortunately, I'm not enough of a psycho to not have feelings about people. And, sure, yeah. I'm. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that you have the right feelings for yourself, though, because there, there is a, the, the one reason why you stopped that relationship too is because you yourself would have gotten hurt in the long run, right? It was getting there already, but uh, yeah, because. Yeah, because uh, I reached a point where like it's just harmful and mental health. Like I, I'm, I'm blurring a lot of details, but it's. Uh, I mean, the the simple version is is when, from my perspective, when you see someone that you you care about, uh, on a train crash, like the just a nonstop train crash, and their bullshit is so good, you cannot penetrate this thing. You cannot get i mean you literally well you literally did you, multiple you times literally but but like to get to like hey w have you thought about this possible option which is somewhat less destructive for your life and that could and to say like hey there is a you can live a happier better healthy whatever all this kind of stuff life and they will come back and say that's all bullshit who gives a fuck okay so yeah. let's tie that back to the to the whole ownership thing so are you now taking responsibility um for yourself first and foremost or did you feel like you had responsibility over that other person too or do you still think that you do uh no i don't think that i do i think i mean in in the way uh like I take full responsibility for it. I went into open eyes with big respect to this person. They told me exactly who they were. They didn't 
bullshit me. It, that was actually... No, which, big. which also makes it, in a way, even harder because it's just like you don't meet many people like this. No. And, uh, yeah, so so I knew from day one what I was getting into. I knew what I, knew I was going to get to here. I think I told... I might have even told you, I said, I'm getting fucking hurt in this situation. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to enjoy the ride. And... Yeah, and, rides. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you can't. I mean, in the end, you can't help anyone. Anyway, you can't. You can in a way, but you can't. They've got to want to as well. They have to, yeah, they yeah. have to make the decision to be helped. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and the whole nature of help is a weird thing. Anyway, like if you're if you're a helper, you're in that thing of like when you help someone, you get ego out of that as well. So it's a very nuanced thing yeah, to help anyone <laughs> say hi to mother Teresa. um yeah <laughs> fucking witch who's up, there, um, who's up there with the queen and diana or yeah, down she should rotten hell that fucking cunt so um anyway tell us how you really feel christian i'll shut up now cheers to that yeah person. well done well done man we live and we learn glad you no, got that I, out there and I'm, I'm i'm actually glad that you Sorry, sorry for interrupting you, Dean. No, it's okay. I was I was getting lost on the thought of where the queen is actually landed up, depending on if you believe heaven or hell. Well, I, like I know some, I know some places in Africa that wish her <laughs> in hell, but um, or, or British Columbia, or British. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let that one lie. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't feel like being offed by the same people who got rid of Epstein <laughs> at all. Yeah. I'm sorry. He didn't Actually, I'm not sorry. That screw is an screw all of point. you. Fuck. Yeah, okay. Screw all of you. There was a great meme when uh, Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were um, in front of the same chalet as the Queen was sitting on. Did you see this? No. Oh, yeah. So there, there's this little chalet, and uh, the Queen is sitting in front of the chalet in her, like, 70s i guess and uh yeah just a week later it was glenn and old mate so mate, guys i mean that's i'm looking at the time that's like the biggest rabbit hole of, of the earth at the moment yeah, but let's not do that yeah, and, and, and i mean that's that's cool too that's cool to talk about but on a very serious note the, you know there's this massive problem with um i mean i'm a big animal lover and you know there's a problem with um, the queen's dogs right the corgis Yes. As to what's happened with them and as to... <laughs> Where are they? Well, I mean, the actually, An Prince Andrew got custody of them. <laughs> if, you, if, you'd, if you'd believe it. Oh. And, and part of the reason was he's, he's the best at grooming. <laughs> Fuck me. Those corgis are probably like, we were hoping to get buried alive with the queen. <laughs> this is now, this is complicated for me on a, on a number of levels now. Because my partner... Um, my partner and I, we wanted to have children. We can't have children, which has been explained on this podcast before. Um, now, um, there is the opting out of that one. Instead of two little legs, you get four little legs. And in this particular case, it's going to be a corgi. So she wants a corgi. Amazing, man. Apparently, the adoption process of a corgi is even more complicated than adopting an African no. child. So, <laughs> Seriously? Jesus yeah, Christ. it's fucked up. You can't just go to a pet store and buy no, a corgi? So she tried uh, a bunch of uh, breeders here in Switzerland. Mm. But apparently, there's only like two of them. And they're fucking old. And they ran out. Like, the waiting list is like two years or some what? shit. Yeah, fucked up. These corgis, hold up. These corgis like, have been dealing with a lot of privilege. <laughs> Yeah. They've been living the high life. I got a related story. There's someone, someone I work with who's trying to, who's trying to get a Chihuahua, and they almost. That's got, a rat. Now apparently there is the queen of Chihuahuas in Switzerland. No, and she's the chief like. Her Chihu name is Ethel. 
probably and she she karate kid as well she Mm. owns chihuahuas she breeds them and (laughs) this woman wanted to get one from her and and after she'd seen the chihuahua then this one was like now i need you to sign this contract and in the contract basically the contract is the chihuahua is on lease you don't get to own you never own it and oh, wow. it comes with all kinds of stipulations like this woman is allowed to show up any time at your place. That's and, fucked up. And check on your chihuahua. What? It's as long as the chihuahuas are going to good homes, I mean, like, quite cool, but I don't want Ethel walking into my house all the time looking at No, fuck dogs. Ethel. Yeah. Well, just it's m- the same as pandas, right? You know, pandas, are, you can't own a panda. You have to rent them from China. Really? Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, but right? I mean, it's a little bit like you, cannot, you can never own so land no, wait, when you buy so a house in Thailand. It always. No, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, are you saying no zoo owns yeah. their own panda? Yeah, they they but, rent them apparently. But, but there's a big the, difference the, between uh, an endangered species who struggles to breed like the panda and a fucking and super rare forty million chihuahuas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, you got red pandas now at the Zurich Zoo. There's a red panda. No, but the, the re- but the, wait, Just sorry, sorry, Harry, for interrupting this. But the reason why I'm saying this whole thing about the corgi and now the corgi is clearly going to uh, uh, sex pest, um, wouldn't it be more, let's say, in the interest of the corgi that it would be given to a good home, so anyone mm. can apply to take over responsibility for one of the queen's corgis and dorgies and what was the other dog that they had. No, um, some some dog shit. Fucking no, no that, re- that realistically, the, the the dogs are going to stay at. Um, I'm sure they'll stay at their own home, which is <laughs> Windsor. I think Andrew's been banished, and rightly so. Um, <laughs> I think you just yeah, again, I, like, I'm not scared of any of you offing me. You can all get knotted. Yeah, you just um, gonna, there's no more mom to cover it. Yeah, yes. exactly. If you get one of those corgis, like you're just gonna wonder why it suddenly starts trying to lick your genitalia. Like that's, I'm. That's oh not, fuck me. No, seriously, how many pedophiles do you have to be near before... Pe- so you've got Andrew. It doesn't rub off on you, Harry. No, but wait a second. You've got Charles, who was best buddies with Jimmy Savile. And, and yes. if you want to... YouTube- they're, they're all mates with, with uh, Honorable Jeffrey. Exactly. <laughs> the right Honorable. And yeah, you've, the right you've Honorable. Got, you've, got, you've got Robert Maxwell, father of Ghislaine, who was... Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so here's... If you want... Okay, we're not going to go into it. If these corgis could talk... A YouTube yeah. rabbit Oof. hole. Look up uh, Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, Canadian children's home. It's called home. Cam Loops. Children missing. It's called Cam Loops home. Fuck, you know this one. Sure. Oh, okay. That's why I he said bro- British Columbia, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you, no, screw uh, all can we go into this? Yeah. Come on, let's I mean, <laughs> no, you, we can't. We have, to, we have to. We have to. Actually, we actually have to wrap I'm back it up. Back in four weeks, boys. Can we, Fair enough. It's called what? Give us a name again. Cam Loops, I think. I think How it's called Cam Loops uh, Home or something. Like okay. That. What, what do you think? You think it's real or not? Well, like uh, I think it's just so much smoke. You know, like it's just so much smoke and so much I'm nonsense. I'm with you on that. Yeah. There's enough weird shit around it. Yeah, and I'm not it. like I'm not making any fact. I'm not making any massive statements. I'm just saying what's there, and and all of a sudden you read it, and then three weeks later. The, it's all off the internet and like it's, it's, it's a little bit you know it's a little bit you're weird. all about the smoke all I'm gone. all about the mirrors ah. this has been the X, Y and Z podcast <laughs> do we have <laughs> good exit <laughs> do we have any plugs no yeah uh, no actually you're, right you're not allowed to plug nothing 
Fuck you, man. Fuck you. I have a plug <laughs> on the 29th of Wait, September. Let's have a quick argument on the no. low energy. Ah, okay, whatever. Fair enough. We got. We have some. Did you see what happened when we did the low energy episode? Can I just throw in one thing? Is that I'm going to throw in this one bit of shade. It doesn't stop. I'm going to say when we started selling tickets, somebody said, "Oh yeah, this is going to be easy," and then just tapped out of the whole ticket selling okay. process. Okay, thanks very right. much now for listening. Can I ask you guys an, ex- an exiting question? An exiting question is 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 um and, and perhaps the answer is nothing right like in terms of the mas the masculinity or or manning up or whatever is like what do you guys do you know to yeah, increase your quick. testosterone in life it, it can be absolutely nothing it can i'm just just an interesting question i'm, I'm a academic <laughs> uh, as well and, and i like to re- research what do you do to increase your testosterone and be and be more more you know, of who I, you just, are. I just edge usually. <laughs> I, I go. I got a genuine answer to this. So me too. Is so number one is I I do this podcast in the hope that it will, but it actually drains my testosterone. But <laughs> number two, number two is 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 a the one a one bit of smart philosophy I have, I think, and someone can prove me wrong is that is that reminding myself from time to time that the only comfort zone is not to have a comfort zone like and once you and i and i forget it all the fucking time and you see like you're getting addicted to netflix you're getting doing some habit and you're comfortable and oh i feel nice now the moment you get that feeling of feeling nice it's time to go what the fuck do i need to stop doing and challenge myself on because this is going to be a disaster soon I'm still in the learning process of doing exactly that as well, Harry. Um, but for me, it is very similar to this. It's uh, it's sport. Um, I don't look at it. I know um, this is me. Um, but I work out a lot, um, and uh, it is it, it's good for me. It, it it feels I feel like I've accomplished something when I work out. Cool. Is that a good answer? Yeah, I don't, there's no there's no right or wrong answer. Like I'm just, it's always interesting to find out like what what men are doing, right? Um, you know, we we have a lot of like men in in our gym. We have a lot of very strong women, and 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 for me, it's not even a case of like um, man, woman, or whatever. It's about what are you doing in your own in your own mind in your own life to become a stronger, better human. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, we would love to have you back. Um, you said you're back in four weeks. We can we arrange this, Dean? Yeah. Let's do admin after. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>